out there, my podcast family, and welcome to Caregiving is a Ministry, where we look at the Word of God through the lens of caregiving. I hope you're doing well today. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook at Caregiving is a Ministry. We are on the fruit of the Spirit, patience, and our scripture for today comes from James, the fifth chapter, the eighth verse. I'll be reading by the old standby, the New American Standard Bible, and it reads, Therefore, be patient, brothers and sisters, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious produce of the soil, being patient about it until it gets the early and late rains. You too, be patient. Strengthen your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is near. The New Life Version reads, Brothers and sisters, be willing to wait for the Lord to come again. Learn from the farmer. He waits for the good fruit from the earth until the early and late rains come. You must be willing to wait also. Be strong in your hearts because the Lord is coming again soon. I know that you and I have discussed before that in the beginning stages of Christianity, not only were our brothers and sisters under persecution, but they also had the very real expectation that Jesus was going to return any day now. And in our earlier episodes, we've discussed whether we, you know, the body of believers today have that same sense of expectation for his return, that same sense of urgency. Unfortunately, I don't remember what episode that was that we covered it, so forgive me, but trust me, we did. This is what I believe this scripture is addressing, um, that Jesus hasn't returned as soon as they thought, and so they're getting anxious anxious for when Jesus is going to come again. Can you hear the psalmist David in several of his um, psalms where he says, how long will you be silent, Lord? How long will you ignore me? How long will my prayers go unanswered? Of course, I'm paraphrasing. It's that anticipation of waiting on God. But this is what they're asking, I believe, in this congregation. How much longer Are they going to have to wait for God to return? And James brings in what they all know, which is their agrarian lifestyle of farming. And he uses that as the metaphor of we must wait. As they wait for their crops to yield, so too must they wait on the Lord. Because he knows why he's tearing. He knows what it is that he's doing. It's just not that that things aren't being done. It's that we just can't see them. Things happen in the soil and in the earth that produce the seed to be able to come up and, and bear forth whatever it is it's supposed to do. That's what's happening in our time of wait. However, what I want us to concentrate on is looking at the new life version. I like that version because it stresses that we must be willing to wait. And so I want us to concentrate on that. It's not just to wait, but there's a decision that you and I have. We have to choose to wait, choose to be willing. So I'm going to read that um, verse one more time. Christian brothers, be willing to wait for the Lord to come again. And we'll just stop there. (laughs) Be willing to wait. As we look at um, the body of believers today, right? It's been over 2,000 years since Christ's ascension into heaven, and we're still waiting for him. We are truly waiting on God in the literal sense of when he will return to us, 
<clears throat> when when all of this craziness will end, you know, I, I, if you turn on the news, at least when I turn on the news, it only makes me want him to come right now. It's like right now because I'm I'm tired of all of this, the discord and the the um, the polarism that we seem to have in in the world. We're just polarized on almost every subject and we can't come into an agreement even within the body of believers. And so I'm ready for the Lord to come right now. But we're also waiting for him on things that he's told us as individuals to do. Things that are to come to fruition in our lives that we've personally asked him for. So we're waiting. Or are we? We may think that we are because we have no choice to to wait, right? I mean, who can really hurry up God? That would be no one. <laughs> then there are those among us who want to help God by not being still. And remember, we covered that. But we are faced with, are we really willing to wait on God? To be willing to wait through the struggle? submitting to his wisdom and his timing or will we wait in frustration and disappointment constantly nagging and overlooking or looking over our shoulders I guess and see how he's blessed others and doing the comparison which is never good let me share with you that right now I'm in the waiting mode with God Um, for those of you who don't know I'm retired in the military and my idea was I was going to retire and then I was going to get another job you know have dual income I was going to be rolling in the dough well not really but you know at least to make up the income that I lost while I was on active duty and now on retirement but God told me to wait on getting employment and so I remember being hesitant in when he asked me to wait, and he asked me to wait three different ways. He revealed it to me in a dream. He then revealed it to me in scripture. <laughs> and then he, did, he revealed it to me through a televangelist on TV three different times over about a four or five month time period when I kept going, wait a minute, are you, are you sure? I don't think I heard you right. I don't think you told me to wait. And he was like, no, 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 I told you to wait. And in that waiting, is when he called me to write. And so I've been writing. I've written Christian devotionals on caregivers. I've just written a novel, a Christian fiction that I'm trying to get edited and hopefully will get published soon. So all of this that he told me to wait, all of this is starting to come out. And my aspirations are, well, he told me to write. Hopefully this stuff will be published one day. But I'm still in that waiting mode. But as I have waited, he has met my needs financially because that's the kind of God that he is. And so I was willing to wait, uh, reluctant willing since it took him three times to tell, tell me, right? But being willing to wait on God with a good attitude and, and to listen for what he asks you to do while you're waiting. As I submit to him, I, I want to tell you that it gets easy. But I guess in a sense, it does because the duration of my frustration doesn't last as long as it did in the beginning. So let me say that again. As I'm learning to wait on God, it does get easier. 
I still get frustrated, but I'm noticing that the the, the, the duration of my frustration is starting to shorten. <laughs> so that hopefully one day there's no frustration at all. You know, and, I, and I'm just confident in what he's told me to do. Whenever I do get frustrated, I go back to, that's right, he told me to wait, he told me to write. I'm going to be faithful in seeing this through. But I know that waiting on God is a tool that he uses, with me at least, on maturing me into the Greta that he has designed me to be. And trust me, I want to be that version. So I wait, but understand that I'm willing to wait. And, and that's okay. And I think that's what he wants from all of us. God never reveals his plan to us all in one whop. Because if he did, I think all of us would be running, screaming. If he would have told me at what age, 20, that I'm going to be taking care of my mom and I'm going to be riding, that would have just freaked me out. Or whatever you find yourself doing in your life. Just think about it. If God would have told you that early on, would you have been able to continue or would you have been a little hesitant? God is all-knowing, so he knows when to reveal the plans for us. There's steps. And as we take these steps, as we're waiting, as we're willing to wait, he's making us more mature. So he asks us to trust him, to remember how crops grow. Now, you and I, maybe some of you out there are farmers, but I'm not a farmer, but we do understand the process of farming. You plant a seed, you water it, you fertilize it, and you wait for it to grow. There's nothing else that you can do. And in the meantime, you go and you do other things. But it takes time. And since God is, he owns time, he exists outside of time, he's not hindered by time. And we are to trust him in his timing in our lives. So today's question is, are you willing to wait? I encourage you to do so. Let's pray. Holy God, we come before you with an attitude of thanksgiving, thanking you for being our God, thanking you for the patience that you bestow upon us as we learn to wait on you, as we develop, as you help us to develop a willingness to wait on you, understanding that while we are waiting on you, it doesn't mean that you're stagnant, nor does it mean that you want us to be stagnant, but to be actively expecting you to move. I ask that each and every person that you have placed to listen into this podcast, that you touch them and that you remind them of why they're waiting, that you remind them that you have given them something that they're to do in the waiting, and also that they can trust you in the waiting. There may be some out there who are listening listening, who have not decided to be willing to wait. And I lift them up especially. Help them to surrender the rebellion perhaps, the disbelief, the anger, or whatever it is that is holding them back from truly trusting you that will allow them to surrender and wait on your timing. For we know, Father, that you have a good and perfect plan for us and that you extend a hand to us to partner with you during this journey of life. And so I ask that your protection surround each and every person, those who are caregivers, who are caring for their loved ones, 
to give them an extra amount of grace as they see to the needs of their loved one. I ask, Father, that they feel your love and feel your protection and your peace and your pre- and your presence and your patience. This we pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be willing to wait, dear ones. Now go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.